this ministry, pastor, leader. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Good, morning. Good morning. Good <laughs> morning. Amen. And we are thrilled to be on. You know, um, I went on uh, live, I think Friday night and just talked a little bit about what this ministry does. And so I just want to share that with you really quick as we get ready to go um, into prayer. So here at Restored Ministries International, we're all about restoring, renewing, and refreshing people um, through their spirit, soul, body, and financial with the word of God. And so everything that we do always encompasses this. Somehow we're restoring, somehow we're renewing, somehow we're refreshing, and we are thrilled. And so pastor is on Monday through Friday. He's giving you your daily bread. Um, we're on, on Sundays where we really um, go forth to teach the word of God. And our goal is in that, in the mission of what God has called us to do, is to really restore, renew, and refresh people, spirit, soul, body, and financially with the word of God being foundational and fundamental. Um, and so you're going to be hearing us talk about that. And so everything that we do encompasses that. So um, I, I just want you to, we want you to be aware of that and we will continue, you know, to, to broadcast that because it's important to understand wh why are you all online? What, what are you doing? What's your ministry? Why do you meet when you met in person? What, what was your focus? And that's our focus, restoring, renewing and refreshing people, spirit, soul, body and financially through the word of God. Um, and so everything that we teach somehow is hitting those points. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. Father, we just thank you this morning. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, that this is the day that you have made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Father, I thank you this morning that we have a mindset Lord God, to be restored, to be renewed, and to be refreshed. Everything that we're doing, Lord God, you're causing us to get in alignment with your word. You're causing us to get in alignment with you so that we can fulfill the destiny of God on our life. We thank you, Father, that you will be glorified today as we go forth and we teach, as we instruct the people about their divinity, Lord God, as we instruct the people about the Feast of Tabernacle, Lord God, and the celebrations that that fall within that, that realm. Father, we thank you, Lord. Father, that today you are causing a reconnection. Father, that we're, we're reconnecting. We're reconnecting to you, Lord God, that you take time out of the year, Lord God, where we stop and we reconnect with you so that we can be and do all that you've called us to do. God, we love you this morning. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We say less of us, none of us, and all of you. As we go forth to teach, Lord, we thank you that you will be glorified, that you will be honored. God, we love you. We praise you and we give you glory. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. You know what, babe? Um as you were sharing that, um, I believe that the Lord wants us to just say things very simply. He said, you know, with all you're getting, get understanding. What we do here at Restored Ministries is to restore the whole man. Amen. Our ministry is to restore the whole man, okay? Amen. Through the word, okay? We're restoring the whole man through the word of God. Spirit, soul, body, Okay, soul, finances, everything about the whole man. Because the Bible says, right. with all you're getting, get understanding. Yeah. Without understanding, you're not whole. Without That's understanding, it. you can't move forward. Without understanding, you can't even manifest God's blessings in your life. Without Faith cannot even be activated without understanding. So, right. so our ministry is to restore the whole man back to where creation was, okay? Genesis chapter one, when he said that, let us create mankind in our image and after our likeness. That's See, right. everything that God is, we are. But because of what Adam, how Adam fell, there were some things, there were some components in our life 
that was destroyed. And God had to restore it through, through the bringing of his son, his son dying on the cross, his son being a, a model example of how we're supposed to be divine ones or the sons of God. So we, our, our number one mission is to restore the whole man, spirit, soul, and body, and financially with the word of God. Amen. Now, everything that we, everything that you hear is going to be about restoration. Every word you hear from this ministry is about restoring you, restoring us. You know, first of all, you can't even talk about divinity unless you understand that that divinity was there in the beginning and that it has to be restored. Even with what we're teaching about today, you know, how how this day right here, as we are preparing for, good morning, good morning, as we are preparing for the Feast of Tabernacles, the first component of this feast and this time of celebration is Rosh Hashanah, which is the Hebrew New Year. So we're going to be, and it's not just Hebrew, it is God's New Year, okay? God says, I, well, well, we're going to talk about that in a minute. I'm just sharing the broadcast. Please share the broadcast with your peeps, as uh, Prophet Tanya would say, with your peeps, um, um, uh, with those who you rock with, you know, so that way, you know, you, listen, don't don't just get the word for yourself. Share that word. Amen. And please let someone know that the word is being released right now. It is it is not by coincidence that you're on this morning. So once again, want to just welcome everyone to the early morning hour of power with us. Pastor and Prophet Michael and Tanya Bryant of Restored Ministries International, where our purpose, our ministry, and our mission is to restore, renew, and refresh you, the sons of God, with the word of God. Now, what you hear this morning is not going to be our opinion, but it's going to be the word. It's going to be the word. See, I believe this. If you give people the word, then they can make a quality decision. Then it's in between them and God. Now, once you get the word, it's in between you and God. Okay. <laughs> we get out of the way. Okay. We're not the Holy Spirit for anyone. We're just here to share what the Lord said. So that way you and me and everyone that receives this word can live the life that God prepared. Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and that you might have it, what? More abundantly. I'm getting the word so I can live more abundantly. I don't want just enough. I want more. I can't be a blessing unless I got more. Okay. Amen. Okay. I can't bless no one unless the Lord has first blessed me. Amen. And okay. even today with, with this teaching, it's about walking in your life more abundantly, but you must know what time it is, okay? So listen, let's just get to the word. We're not going to be here very long. Prophet Tanya might have to get off because she's she's up in Ohio, up there with her parents. So if you see her leave, that's okay. We still keep going. But listen, we are, what, why'd you, there we go, keep it like that. Thank you. I got to see myself, amen. So listen, Get your Bibles, get your coffee, your tea, your smoothie, and let's go to the Word. I like how you changed that. That's very nice. I like that blue. Amen. Amen. Father, less of us, more of you. None of us, all of you. Father, think through our minds. Speak through our vocal cords that none of your word would fall to the ground. And Father, we'll be ever so careful to, to give you all the glory, honor, and praise. Father, we declare and decree that this word shall go forth unhindered, uninterrupted by any satanic weapon or force. Father, we declare and decree that this word is going to fall on good ground. And Father, we declare and decree that it is so. Everything that we hear, it's already done. It is so. We're not trying just 
to begin God's new year. We're already in his new year. Father, we're not trying to get blessed. We're already blessed. Father, we're not trying to become righteous. He already made us the righteousness of God. So, Father, we already are what the word says we are. Good morning, Dropstick. Father, right now, we just declare and decree. Woo, glory. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, come on now. Somebody, so somebody's got to have some joy this morning. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, let's go. To, huh? I said amen. amen. Okay, well, let's go to the word. Amen. Okay, so let huh? There's an echo. There's an echo on, on, on your side. Hold on, let me see. Let's see what's going on here. Go in. Amen. I don't know where it's coming from. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yep, yep, it's back. I don't know where it's coming from. Hallelujah. Do you got something on? Is your phone on or something? Hallelujah. Hold on. Um, Hold on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, it's off now. It's off? Okay. Yeah. All right. Can you so, hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay. All right. So, so we started teaching about the Feast of Tabernacles. Amen. Is this? Oh, there we go. So, wait a minute. That's um, the okay. We, hold on. Okay. There we go. It's right there. There we go. So, first of all, I'm going to go right here. Now, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, I'm going to write this in the little thing right here, along with Psalms 102. Amen. That to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant. And a time to pluck up that which is planted. So that's what Feast of Tabernacles is about. The Feast of Tabernacles is the third fall feast in the year. We have the Feast of Passover, which is the beginning of God's year. Then we have the uh, Feast of Pentecost, which is which is fifty days after Passover. And then we have the Feast of Tabernacles, which we're getting ready to get into at the end of the month, which is the harvest time. Okay, this is the this is the time when the harvest, oh come on now, is gathered in. See, somebody's ready to harvest right now. Somebody's ready to harvest in this season right now. See, see, you've gone through the year, but look at what it says, Psalms one hundred two. It says, "But you, O Lord, shall endure forever, and your remembrance is unto all generations." You shall arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time is come. Okay, I want to say that again. The time, and this is very key this morning, the time, how glory, the time. There was a, there, there was a tribe, of, there was a, uh, one of the 12 tribes was was uh, called the tribe of Issachar or okay they were the ones who God set as the ones who would understand the times and the seasons of God and it was their job to teach the times and the seasons of the Lord see right now we we're having a problem because we can't discern the times and season of God we're in a new season okay and someone, we are in a new season. I'm, I'm just trying to get this to somebody. I wish I had somebody that would agree with me. We are in a new season. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Old things have been passed away and all things have become new. Amen. So this is the first thing. So set time is the Hebrew word, moad or moadim, that means appointed time appointed meeting and appointed place. So the key to this time and season is man didn't have nothing to do with setting the time. That's right, Sister Dorothy. Good morning. Good morning. God, God was the one who set this Moadim. 
God was the one who said, this is where I am and where my where I am, my children, my sons should be also. Oh, come on. So someone type, it's a new season. It is so. Come on now. Amen and amen. Now, listen, we're not going to be on very long. I just want to get here, but 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 I want you to get this understanding that God is the one that sets the time. These three times in the year, and we're going to go to, let me see here, Deuteronomy here, 16. Amen. Deuteronomy 16. Now, this is very key because, now listen, it's in the word. See, I'm not sharing, we're not sharing anything that's not the word. So, I want to make sure that you see it for yourself. Amen. Deuteronomy 16. And let's start for time's sake. Amen. Verse, we, we're just going to use verse 16 today. Deuteronomy 16, verse 16. Amen. Deuteronomy 16, verse 16. Amen. And it says, three times in a year shall all mankind appear before the Lord thy God. In the place, okay, there's the appointed meeting, uh, the appointed meeting, okay, in the place in which he shall choose the feast of unleavened bread, the feast of weeks or feast of Pentecost, and in the feast of tabernacles, and they shall not appear before the Lord empty, because every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessing of the Lord thy God, which he has given thee. Amen and amen. Good amen. morning, Sister Donna and Brother Doug. Listen, so three times, three in the Bible represents obedience. So this is what we have to understand. Yes, we're saved by grace. Okay? Yes, when Jesus died on the cross, he activated a better, new, fresh covenant. But it didn't destroy the old covenant. It didn't destroy everything that was spoken in Genesis all the way to Malachi 3.7 because new believers like to always use Malachi 3.8 because you want to get blessed financially, okay? Prove me now and see if I won't open up the windows of heaven. But yet we forget when he says, come into my presence three times in the year, okay? In the place, in the time, and in the meeting that I chose. Not what man, see, this is not a Hebrew feast. Let me just go ahead and break it down like that. This is not a Jewish feast. This is God getting his sons and daughters together and saying, I am come down to reconnect, to refresh, and restore you for the whole upcoming season. And yes, I was just getting ready to go there. Leviticus 23. Because this, we we got to set the foundation so when I share the word for this new year that has already happened, God don't wait to January 1st. That's man's calendar. Oh, come on now. Come on now. You better get this right now. We are, okay, Le Leviticus. Let's go here. Leviticus 23. And someone type, it is so. Come on now. If you with me, somebody get this with me. Leviticus chapter 23. Amen. Woo, my goodness, my goodness. My God, my God, my God. See, God, ooh, my God. See, see, someone's going to get this. Someone, someone's going to get this this morning. Sister Rita, yeah. good morning. Oh, my God, there we go. Come on, people are joining in. High glory, that's why I'm taking my time. Leviticus 23, high glory. Now, listen, verse 1 and 2, okay? We're going to start with verse 1 and 2, okay? Now, look, look at what it says. Leviticus 23, let me type this in here. Amen. It says, and the Lord spoken to Moses saying, okay? So this was not Moses had this impression. Moses just thought this would sound good. No, God spoke to Moses personally, face to face. And the Lord spoken to Moses saying, speaking to the children of Israel, yes. the, the children his offspring, okay, the offspring of Israel, the prince. Israel means prince. Oh, come on, somebody. We are prince 
and princesses. The Bible says we are kings and priests, but my people don't know where I am because they don't know the times and the seasons of God. Leviticus 23 breaks it down. He says, speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them concerning the feast of the Lord. He didn't say the feast of the Jews. He didn't say the feast of those who ran away from Egypt. He said the feast of the Lord, which you shall proclaim, declare, preach to be holy convocations. Now, this word convocations is just a King James word for celebration. Okay. It's a holy set apart unto God celebration. Even these are my feet. So he, he repeats himself. Don't get it twisted, Moses. You ain't got nothing to do with this. This is me. This is me. Okay. Now, since we're in Leviticus. Well, let me read it from the Amplified. And it says, the Lord spoke unto Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel and say to them, the appointed times, parentheses, established feast. What? Established. Mm. Established. So that's not something that just accidentally happened. When something established, it's been created for a specific time. Come on so now. So established feast of the Lord, which you shall proclaim as holy convocations, my appointed times are these. Okay, so he says, my appointed times, not yes. your appointed times, my my Moadines are, well, oh, see? So now, someone type, it is so, okay? Now we're still in the, I'm trying to, who keeps trying, the devil is a lie, okay? Leviticus 23, verse 34, okay? It says it again, okay? Speaking to the children of Israel. The 15th day of the seventh month shall be the Feast of Tabernacles for seven days. Okay? Okay? Verse 37. These are the feasts of the Lord, which you shall proclaim to be holy convocations. See, he says it over and over again. Now, 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 now. Here's what I want you to understand. Verse 41. Okay? It says, and you shall keep it a feast unto the Lord seven days in the year, and it shall be a statute forever in your generations. You shall celebrate it in the seventh month. Now, why is this so key? Seven in the Bible represents completion, represents maturity, represents growing up. So it's the end. The Feast of Tabernacles is the end of God's year. Now, I know what you're I know what you're getting ready to say, but what does Rosh Hashanah have to do with the end of the year? I'm glad you asked. Okay. Hopefully I can get here to my little thing here. Okay. So the term Rosh Hashanah, which is we're in right now, we are ending Rosh Hashanah by this evening. Okay. In God's calendar season, in God's days, everything starts in the evening. And goes to the morning, okay? Um, can I interject for a minute? Sure. Okay, so you're talking about the Feast of Tabernacles, and now you jump to something totally different. What does that have to do with the Feast of Tabernacles? It has everything to do with it because... The is it a part of the Feast of Tabernacles? Yes, it is. Okay. Okay, because the Feast of Tabernacles has three components in it, Okay. Because this is the highest, holiest time in God's calendar year. Not mm -hmm. that God can't declare any other day holy. But this time at the end and the beginning of the year is God's holiest time. Because what he does is Rosh Hashanah literally means the head of the year or the beginning or the first of the year. And in Hebrew, it's called Rosh Hashanah. Okay. Now, this is very key because in Isaiah 46, verse 10, it says, declaring the end from the beginning. 
Okay. And from ancient times, the things which are not yet done, my counsel shall stand. So here's what we got to understand as we're getting ready, as I'm getting ready to release what God said that this season, this year is going to be about. God says, I declare the end at the beginning. Now, it doesn't make sense. How can we begin the new year before the end of the year has actually happened? Because of Isaiah 46.10. This is how Rosh Hashanah was established. When God prophetically spoke to Isaiah and said, I'm declaring the end at the beginning. Hold on. This is why in, in the New Testament, he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Go ahead, Prophet Tanya. So when was so when did Feast of Tabernacles start? Or has it started yet? Feast of Tabernacles is at the end of the month. It's going to be in two weeks after this component starts. We we enter into the Day of Atonement, which is 10 days of, of a reflection and repentance, which is also called Yom Kippur in Hebrew. Then we have the Feast of Tabernacles. But God declares what the new year is before the end. So then is today Rosh Hashanah? Yes, it began Friday evening. Okay. Which was, which was the Sabbath, okay, which is when God says, okay, from the evening to the morning, okay. So, and it's, and it's celebrated for uh, what we call two to three days, okay. So, it came from the 15th to the 17th, which is today, okay. So, so in verse 39 in um, the uh, Leviticus... 2339, it says on exactly the 15th day of the seventh month, when you gathered in the crops, you shall celebrate the feast of the Lord for seven days with the Sabbath, Sabbath rest on the first day and the Sabbath rest on the eighth day. Is that what this is talking about? No, the tabernacles is is, is in its own self a, a seven day celebration. But before God allowed the harvest, he said, before I can allow you to do this, I have to tell you what the new season is going to be so you can get prepared. And then he gives you 10 days to repent and reflect because we didn't do everything right last year. But he said, I'm going to tell you what this year is all about. But then I'm also going to give you a chance to repent because Yom Kippur after this evening, okay, this evening begins Yom Kippur. For 10 days, when God opens up the book of life and says, is your name in the book of life? And he gives us 10 days to reflect and repent as we prepare for Feast of Tabernacles. So then it's really Rosh Hashanah. Right now, yes. And that day is signifying, is getting us ready for Yom Kippur and then the Feast of Tabernacles? Yes, because okay. God declares what this new year is going to be. So he doesn't wait until tabernacles to tell you what the new year is going to be. He tells you what the new year is first. He said, this is why Isaiah 46 10 says, declaring the end from the beginning. Okay. And, and so you said he's going to tell you what this new year is going to be. What, what, what exactly do you mean by that? That like means what expect. Yes. Just okay. like, just like last season, 5783, he, he uh, told us that it's going to be the season of rest, revelation, and resurrection. So that whole year. You're focused. You, right. You're focused because God gives you a word that you can walk on. Okay. He says that the word shall be a lamp unto your feet and a right. light unto your path. That's so Rosh Hashanah is literally that word to take you and sustain you for the whole season. Okay. So. So, so even now, you know, it's like, Lord, you're, you're doing all this. Okay. Why we got, why do we got to do all this? Okay. Yeah. That's okay, a good why? question. Why? Why? It's because in these three times in the year, the father comes down personally to reconnect us with us, to refresh us and to restore us. This is about the father reconnecting with his children. Okay. Because here's the thing. When Adam fell, Adam chilled with, with the father every day in the cool of the day. The father came down personally. 
But when he sinned, we were disconnected from that relationship part that Adam had. So God created three times, meaning obedience. He's going to teach us how to obey and not disobey like Adam did. So what is the difference? Because we know that God, God is always with us. He's omnipresent. He's always here. So what is the difference between this day and then these specialized feasts? Because he still meets with us, right? The, the presence of God is here. Mm-hmm. But in the word, the Bible says he personally comes down and touches down on the yeah. earth. He told he told Moses in Exodus chapter three, I am come down to deliver you. So he didn't give this job to Jesus. He didn't give this job to the Holy wow. Ghost. The father takes care of his children personally, just like any real father would do on the earth. Wow. So then so there has been this lack of teaching and instruction. Yep. That God personally, so that's why these are, because people can choose not to celebrate. It doesn't mean that they're not blessed at all. Right. But we have just, we're coming into this revelation. I don't know about you, but I want all that God has for me. And so if, 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 if honoring these feasts or keeping these feasts and beginning to understand these feasts is going to give me more then sign me up. We're not saying, because some people will be like, okay, well, does it take all that? Well, for me, it does. Some people, it's because, again, we God says, choose you this day who who we're going to serve. There you go. This is your choice. So this is not something that, you know, all we're doing as, as, as it, as it, in respect to what God's called us to do is to educate, Mm -hmm. right? Is to restore renew and refresh and so many of those that follow us you're hungry for god you want more of god and so we're we're digging deeper we're not here just to give surface and there's nothing wrong with you know there's certain certain churches have certain um um missions right and Mm -hmm. and so we just know that god has called us to a kind of a a deeper depth we want more. I don't want to just read the word, but I want to embody it. And so, God, if you're saying that these feasts are going to restore, reconcile me, reconnect me to God, and if I keep them, okay, God, give me understanding because I want all that God has for me. I hope you all are getting this, right? So we're we're not we're not saying, you know, the body of Christ is going to hell because they're not keeping the absolutely not. Absolutely not. But because of our hunger. That's right. Dorothy says, "Yes, sign me up. I want God all she wants all of what God has for her." And so that is why we take the time to teach the feast. I'm asking questions. There's some that I know, but there's some that I don't because I know there's some people out there like, okay, well, what does all this mean? And I know sometimes my husband's like, what? I'm asking this because I know for some, this is brand new. This is brand new to you. And we want to present this information so that as Dorothy says, we can get all that God has for us. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Prophet. So now Jesus made a statement. He said, because of your tradition, yeah, the word of God is yeah. of none effect or yeah. it's unaffected. Yeah. And here's what we got to understand. Yeah. Proverbs chapter four says, wisdom is the first thing, therefore That's get right. wisdom. But yeah. with all of your getting, with all of your getting, yeah. get understanding. That's okay, right. Here, here's the understanding of God. Yeah. If Jesus did the things that we're talking about right here. Yeah. And we're saying that we're saved by grace. That's right. Come on now. If Jesus and Paul, because Paul speaks about, I had to get back because it was the time of the feast. Okay. Come on now. now, If you're going to put it on brother Paul, because Paul said we saved by grace, but Paul made sure he was in God's presence three times in the year and he didn't come empty handed. Why? Because he knew every season brought a new 
freshness. It brung a new restoration. It brung a new restoring to him. Paul was able to accomplish what he accomplished because he was always in a state of restoration by coming into his presence. See, see, when you come into the presence of God, okay, it's very key how we come into his presence. This is why he says, listen, when you come, I'm here. I'm bringing this whole season worth a blessing, increase, favor, grace, mercy, everything that you need. All I ask for you to do is bring me something in your hand. When you bring it, it's an exchange. We're going to make an exchange. The Father comes to make an exchange for what you need in this season to what you have in your hand. Go ahead. So what's so powerful about this? This is really a resetting. Yep. God is a God of cycles, right? Yep. And so we don't do these feasts out of a ritual. Nope. Well, well, it, well, it, it, there is a traditional aspect of it, but every time these feasts happen, it gives you the opportunity for a new, a renewal. Right. It gives you this opportunity to go to a higher level in God. And so this happens every year, three times a week, but three times a year, but it's never the same. It's never the same because God, what he is doing is he is allowing you to reset so that you, and so even as we're doing it this year and every, you know what, every year that we have done this, we have gotten greater revelation. It's never the same. We're, We're teaching because God is doing, he's giving us revelation. He's given us greater understanding so that we can be able to teach this because some people will be like, what the heck are y'all doing? But what, and, and, and so it's never the same. It's never the same because God is resetting. He's reestablishing. So we're not, we don't have to sit in the, 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 the trials and the tribulations that we went through. We don't have to sit in that. God, it's like we're being rewashed mm-hmm. so that we can be restored, reconnected, and reconciled to Him, so that we can go higher and higher and walk in His prominence, His promise of dominance and inheritance, as it says there. Amen. So, so, so even now, okay, fifty-seven eighty-four, because that's the new season that we are in right now. Rosh Hashanah brung in fifty-seven eighty-four which is God's Hebrew day, year, which literally means the head or the first of the year. Prophet, you need to explain the whole, explain it, the 50, why why not? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Why not? Okay, understand. God created the times and the season. To everything, there is a time and a season. The the traditional calendar that we go by at our jobs or in the workplace or whatever, that's called a Roman or Gregorian calendar, which was created by man, which was created through the cycles of the rotations around the sun. Come on now, but, teach it. But God's calendar season is created by his creation. When he says, and it's by the seasons or the different stages Or the cycles of the moon. Because God said in Genesis that the evening and the morning were the first day. God doesn't start his day by the sun coming up. You're already half day behind. God does his work in the evening. Oh, come on now. God, because the enemy tried to come in the night, God said, I'm going to take over the night and I'm going to make sure that I do what I do in the evening while you sleep, while you're resting. I come in your dreams. I'll speak to you in dreams. Why? Because I do my work. And, and I'm not dictated by the circumstances of the day. Oh, my God. Here's what you got to understand is that the enemy has come and tried to put his own time and season ah. and cause it to get mixed 
with God's time and season. And this, and if you stick on the devil's time, you go, you gonna age quickly. You go, you go, you go. Oh, listen, you that's must, why this you, is a reset. That's He's, right. That's why this is a reset. That's right. So here's what you have to understand. We are in God's new season, 5784, 5784, okay, according to, now remember, the cycles of the moon, which was God's night and day, okay? So can I ask, so the, so you're saying that we're in the five, the 5784 cycle of the moon, is that what that means? I'm not going to say cycles because we know that the um, moon cycles monthly. Okay, Does, I, I'm not. You know what? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find that. Find that out. I know according to the word, he says, a day to the Lord is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day. So what we have to understand is God's time and season. How God created time and then stepped out of it. He's not dictated by time. But he says, because of our life cycle, this is this is how he's going to do things. Amen. So I'm I'm just trying to see, okay, where is this 5784 coming from? Because this is how God gave them the way to calculate the okay. years or the times and seasons. It was according and the feast play the big part because Passover, according to the word in Exodus chapter. Uh, I, I believe it's Exodus chapter 12 is the beginning of God's year. Okay. When okay. he said, this shall be the beginning of the year to you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then he said, okay, Feast of Tabernacles is the end of the year. Okay? okay. All right. And then we can definitely go over that next weekend because I know that you got to get ready to go. But 5784 is going to be the season of favor and the greater. And he gave me two scriptures to help with this. Psalms chapter 5. And I'm going to type this in the little comment. Psalms chapter 5, verse 12. And Haggai chapter 2, verse 9. Okay. And it says in Psalms chapter 5, verse 12. For you, for thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor and will compass him as with a shield. And in some translation, it says you shall encompass or surround them with favor like a shield. So first he says that this season is going to be a season of favor for us. Okay. Then he says in Haggai chapter two, that the glory of this latter house. Wait, what, what, what verse? Uh, verse nine. That the glory, well, verse 8 and 9, the silver is mine, the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. And the glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. So this is going to be a season and year of favor and the greater. Even last year when he said that 5783 is rest, revelation, and rest, uh, resurrection, God, God began, I don't know about you, I got more rest last year. He made me rest more. He revealed more things to me. And he began to resurrect some things that I thought I forgot or that I thought he wasn't going to do or I thought it wasn't going to happen. He began to resurrect those things. And this is the continuation. See, God just doesn't stop at the end of the year. He continues with connecting the word. The word is a lamp and a light. Amen? Amen. Well, just to confirm, I mean, even like, so we're at the end of the 5783. And so, you know, I'm here in Ohio. I'm right. supporting my family. But really... <laughs> This is not just about them, but this is about, even as you had said, getting the revelation. That's and right. there's been so right. much the Lord has revealed to me, even in my time here. And then rest, right? I thought I was coming. I thought I was going to be home today. 
right? Yep. And God says, no, I mean, my dad is doing great, but it's just why it's prudent for me to stay yep. until later. But it, this is all, it's a divine, it's a setup. That's right. <laughs> it really is a setup. So where, so you talk about this is the, you know, th this past year as we ending 5783, where you've rested. And so even God has taken me, I'm in a season of rest as I end this year to prepare me for this, this, this new 5784. That's right. So, so even now. As we get get ready to worship God in our giving, we are, you know, we are, you know, the Lord has taught us how, you know, how the word says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. And when he says to come into his presence and don't come empty handed, we come to make an exchange. Yes, we come to reconnect with God, but we also come to make an exchange. So I'm going to challenge the people to so a 5784 seed okay okay a 5784 seed okay so 57 dollars 84 cents or 157 dollars 84 cents and so on and so on why because when you do this when you do this you're showing god that you received his word the bible says in john chapter 1 verse 12 uh verse 12 to as many as received his word, he gave them the power to become sons. Oh, thank you so much, Brother Doug. Listen, we are all working this together. The Bible says all things work together for our good. See, see, I can't do this without Doug. I can't do this without Michelle. I can't do this without Dropstick. I can't do this without Dorothy. Why? Because God has connected us together for such a time as this and when we understand that we all affect one another see see oh my god god is god is so good i listen i cannot fathom where i would have been if i had not received from my parents from my own mom about the hebrew background of learning and understanding the word of god my parents taught us Okay, from the very beginning, yes, it's great to go to church. But if you don't understand why God does something, why God says something, Absolutely. see, that's not understanding. Okay, the devil lets people go to church. But if the pastors and the teachers are not giving clarity and understanding, then the people walk out the same way. That's how and why God called us to this ministry to restore, renew, and refresh you with the word of God. It ain't got nothing to do with us. We're just here as a mouthpiece to share what God said, amen? Now listen, use the website, www.RestoredMinistriesInt.org. You can use the Zelle and, and go from your account into the, into the ministry account using our Gmail at Restored, M-I-N-I-N-T-L, at gmail.com or you can use the church cash app at dollar sign restored mi okay do this sow your seed use 5784 use 15784 use 505784 okay but whatever use a component of this season and show God you received what you heard okay see when you sow seed you're doing what the word says while the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. And again, just to remind you, something that just has always blessed me about this whole idea of sowing seed. When you sow seed, it leaves your hand, but it does not leave your life. That's right. And so you never know which seed that you've sown is bringing the blessing in your life. See, the seeds that I've sown I know the seeds that I sown had an impact on what I'm dealing with today and, and, and how, how does my dad have brain surgery and, you know, he wakes up and he's like, okay, I'm good. Like what? <laughs> and I know no, that. No, 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 no. Brain surgery. 
Right. Brain surgery. Right. Yeah. A tumor. Wait, wait, wait. Brain surgery. They went (laughs) and they cut something out of his brain. Yeah. And he woke up. Listen. The huh. three Hebrew boys came out of the fire without the smell of smoke. Yeah. Now listen, God never said, Jesus never said that there would not be any storms. Okay. Yeah. But he did promise you don't have to smell like the storm. You don't have to come out and be like, whoo, oh, I barely made it. No, no, no. Her mm-hmm. dad came out of surgery almost like he never had it. <laughs> And now he's going through the healing process. And what's amazing is because, you know, when I first thought about, I'm like, oh, my God, he's got to have brain surgery. Technology has advanced so much that they didn't have to cut open his head, you know, because that's how mine was like, oh, my God, they've got to cut open his head. You know, and I saw him with this big, you know, just because not knowing he had to have this big bandage and all that. No, they went through his nose. (laughs) Okay, they went through his nose, used a contraption and, and was able to cut out the tumor. And immediately when they cut out the tumor, the doctor told us that his brain, because his brain was elevated because of the tumor was pushing on his pituitary gland. And so as soon as they removed that tumor, his brain got, oh, oh, come on now, got in alignment. (laughs) Wait a minute. So once they removed the thing that was hindering or causing the pressure in yeah. the brain, once yeah. they cut it out, yeah. the pressure was relieved. Now listen, yeah. God can do a miracle any way he wants to. God <laughs> created science. He created doctors. He created the technology. That's right. That's and what right. we have to understand is even right now, even using the technology of digital sowing of seed. Yeah. You can sow a seed in the digital yeah. realm and it affects your house, it affects your body, it affects your wealth, it affects, oh, come on now. Because have- it never leaves your life. It it's leaves true. your hand, it leaves your account, but it never leaves your life. So we're going to end with this because I know Tiny has to go because her, her and her parents are going to a church in Ohio. But the Bible says, cast your bread yeah. upon the waters. And, and, and now listen. And in many days, it shall return. See, yes. you don't know when that return is, but the more bread you cast, the more re- the more continual, perpetual. This is why we do the feast, because yes. we sow seed to keep perpetual harvest always coming in. Come on, somebody lift your wow. hand. All right, now I declare and decree that Thank this seed today shall activate 5784, their season of favor and the greater, their latter end shall be greater their beginning is going to magnify father you're gonna you're gonna protect them with favor like a shield and they will come out without the smell of smoke and father right now in jesus name i declare it and i count it done someone type it is so sow your seed today use the paypal use the zell use the cash app watch what god does in your life i want to thank you for joining in this morning listen thank you for supporting us Thank you. Listen, I know. (laughs) Praise God. We received that, Brother Doug. Yes. Amen. But listen, listen, watch what God does after you sow the seed today. Amen. Not because of us. It has nothing to do with us. It's it's because God declared and prepared this day and time just for you. And he's here and he's taking account what you're doing. And in Jesus' name, we're going to see you next week. Don't miss the Daily Bread. I'm going to continue with this. It is so. It is done. Be blessed. Amen. We love